Look, guys, I know the pandemic was hard on a lot of us. I get it. I really do. But now it's time to get back to normal. And what a better way to get back to normal than to go back to sporting events, to return to concerts. I mean, I already can't wait to start adding to my bucket list with each of those type of avenues. And what a better way to do it than to go through Megaseats.com. This episode is brought to you by Megaseats.com. And honestly, since the pandemic is over, these are the biggest things that I'm looking forward to. And the best thing about Megaseats actually is that the price that you see when you purchase a ticket for any of those events, that's the price you pay. How many times have we went to other third-party sellers and found out, oh, wow, that's a great price. But then you click on it and then a service fee pops up and then something for like the candy wrapper of something you might buy or maybe the wrapper for a straw is what they're going to charge you extra for because you got to tip the popcorn guy. No, 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 no. That doesn't exist with Mega Seats. You see, at Megaseats.com, the price you see is the price you pay. Unless you use code SSAW Network. That's right. You go to Megaseats.com. You see a concert that's coming up. You click purchase. That's the purchase price that you get. And then you put in the code SSAW Network, and they take 10% off of that. Go to Megaseats.com. Get back to life. Use the code SSAW Network and save 10% in the process. Let's go. one is in the books how you feeling bro feeling good glad football sunday is back that was literally my whole day today we're just watching football all day and uh yeah felt great hell yeah i felt the same way let's get into the and right now it's it's only a couple of us on me jay and um henry so let's get into that steelers and that uh bills game what, what, what you think about that one that that game was interesting it's it's like that First half, I want to say, it seemed like the Steelers couldn't move the ball. I believe in like the first half, Najee Harris had like nine carries for eight yards. Right. So the Bills were do the Bills were doing their thing as far as stopping the run and 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 the question marks that we had about the Steelers were coming to fruition as far as what what what's this old line going to look like? And I want to say for the most part of the game, that old line was what everybody thought it would be, uh, right. not being able to hold up, uh, won't be able to make run lanes for Najee Harris. So, and then as far as Big Ben, it seemed like he was short throwing some throws. You know, people were saying, of course, the arm strength isn't there no more. And you can see a lot of their yards were coming off those little quick bubble screen passes. But then, you know, uh, the defense started making some plays, started getting some sacks on Josh Allen and, and start, start uh, really coming around. And it seemed like Josh Allen was going back to that, what, uh, 20 – 2019 season as far as him missing passes that he was making in the 2020 season. So I don't know. It's, it's a lot of question marks around the Buffalo Bills. I, I thought they was going to have this game in the bag. It, it looked that way. They, they had the momentum. They was rolling on the Steelers. And then boom, you know, a, a sack and uh, the that 
that big sack from T.J. Watt to make the sack and force the fumble for them to get great field position. It seemed like from there on forward, that's when the Steelers just start moving forward and, and get it rolling. But I'm actually shocked the Bills lost. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess we're going to see how this team uh, bounced back from that. But, yeah, very, very shocking that the Steelers took the win. But good, good win for them, though. Good win for them. Yeah, I agree, man. Great win for the Steelers. I, I, you know, it's shocking to me. I thought the Bills had the game in the bag, too. And I was shocked as far as, like, how the score was. I mean, like you said, the first half, I want to say even some of the third, some of the third, too, it was, what was it? it was 10 to 0, you know, and then, or 10 to 3. And then the Steelers just started, they started to pick up. And you're right. I mean, the old line really wasn't, it wasn't holding up as well, but it did better than what I thought. It was. I, I don't know. Why. I thought the Bills, you know, they only had two sacks on Ben. I thought maybe they would have got maybe like three or four. You know, probably, oh, I'll say about maybe actually four. I was predicting that's probably what was going to end up happening because of all the new starters that they have on that old line. You know, it's just it's just big questions there. But they was able to get it done, man, and they actually got more sacks on Josh Allen. Josh Allen actually yeah, had, yeah. Three, you know, uh, they, they sacked him a bunch and got some good QB hurries on him. So I think that's the reason why he looked like that 2019, you know, uh, Josh Allen, because the defense is still for real. And it's always – the defense has been legit. The Steelers' defense has been legit since last year. I don't think nobody really questioned that. We questioned the team as a whole because we just was unsure as far as, like, they're winning all these games, but, you know, how they're winning the games, you know. Right, and right. and that's fans that they felt like it was because of both sides, the offense and the defense, but we knew – most people figured that knew it was just really the defense. But yeah, that was a that was a shocker. I think another thing too that shocked me with the old line, because when I was watching the Steelers play in preseason, I felt like they got and it's just preseason, I get it, but I felt like they were able to get some really good uh, uh open up some really good lanes for Najee Harris, and they just was not able to do that in this game. With only 45 yards right. rushing. I mean, props out to Buffalo, you know, they they stepped up and that's something that we wanted to see. I know last year we were questioning, like, how is this happening right now with the Bills' defense? It's not that good, and they got all they got the talent there. So what you know, what's the issue? So it was good that they did step up, and they didn't allow no type of running game at all. I mean, Najee Harris only had 45 yards out of 16 uh, rushes, and average, it even averaged three yards per carry, right, barely about 2.8. Yeah, man, no touchdowns. So I mean, that 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 was pretty good on their part. That was good to see. But yeah, shout out to the Steelers, man. They they did that, man. They they got it done, you know, when they needed to. And that's that's just a veteran, it's just a veteran team. Man. I know they got some new players, they got new players over there, they still got veteran players over there as well, and, and a great, great, great head coach, you know. So um, yeah, that that was uh that was a shock shocker to me as well. So I think as far as the Bills as a whole, I still think they're going to be the the. I still think they're going to be a really good team. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. I still got them winning that division. You know, I just think they ran they 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 ran into a Steelers team that was you know that that played lights out today. You oh, know, so the only thing I didn't like about the Bills offense today, I don't like how they threw the ball fifty one times. Um, I felt like they need to do show some more some more type of balance. Or it doesn't right. even have to be balanced. Maybe a 60, 60% passing, 40% running. It was more like 80% passing, 20% running. I feel right. like they should show some type of more balance. Uh, they could probably be a better team. Um, so I, I, I did not like that from the Bills at all. You know what? I agree, too. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because remember last season, we kind of talked about this with Brian DeVault. We talked about how he doesn't really run the ball that much. And, we, and, and it doesn't really make sense. He has solid runners over there. 
you know, they they have Singletary, who they who who you know, and then they got Zach Moss, who I think about Zach Moss, he was a healthy scratch today. I know they just drafted him a couple of years ago, you know, and and I was high on him coming out. A couple a couple of the the folks was on SSAW. Shout out the page, go at it and check out all all of our other podcasts. But yeah, man, um, it, it's just crazy how they didn't really run the ball that that well. They didn't even attempt. So that that was frustrating, and hopefully, hopefully that that changed. I, and, and the crazy thing is, I don't see it really changing because this is this is who the Bills are. They love, to, they just love to throw the ball. You know, um, they're they're better. I mean, any they're you're better off seeing Josh Allen run the ball a lot more than any of the running backs they have back there. And it was funny the runs they were designing for Josh Allen was like a, a fake, like he was going to throw it out to the running back, and he'll just run right up the middle. Right, right, so, right. So, I don't know. I, I just didn't like that game plan at all. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So the next game we're going to get into, which one did we have here? We had the Titans and the Cardinals. Cardinals correct, correct. This one was a shocker, man. man uh, absolutely. <laughs> this one was a was a shocker. Again, another team, though, going to the Titans, another team where I feel like they're still they're going to be in the playoffs. I mean, I, I think the reason why they looked – part of the reason why they looked is bad. For one, the Cardinals is legit. And this is really what you want to see from a, a high-powered offense. You want that defense to play real well. And that's when you know you have a, a good balanced team, a team that could really go all the way because your defense is playing well and your offense is playing. You, you know, if you're expecting that from your offense, you're hoping your defense can, can, can get close to that. And now you're looking at a Super Bowl team. Not saying that's what Arizona's going to be, but they're taking the right steps uh, to, to really shocking some people this year. Right. My first take on it, man, I'm just going to start with the Titans. I think some of it is, man, it's just they had a lot going on in the offseason, you know, with the COVID deal going on. I think they were another – they was another team that didn't – I don't think they really played their starters at all in preseason. And, you know, I think sometimes that does – that it could hurt, you know. Um, we're going to see – we're going to see tomorrow with us. We also – the Raiders didn't play our starters either. So, I mean, we could look cold on offense, you know, for a few series. Or maybe the first half. Hopefully, that's not the case, but that can affect you. And I think that's one of the reasons what what happened with the Titans is just they didn't really get too much playing time, no no chemistry together in the preseason games, and then they went through a lot with the COVID deal. It just they was it just they weren't they wasn't really around each other, you know. They didn't really, you know, and and I think that really affected them. But then the rest of it, you know, was all the Cardinals. Man, you got to give it up to them defensively. I mean, they they just they, 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 man, they, you know, what's crazy too. And I agree. I forgot what announcer said it, but he was making good points about how it was impressive that this D line was able to dominate this Titans offensive line, you know, because right. we're used to really, that's their strength. Their strength is, is to be able to make holes for Derrick Henry. And there was no holes at all. He had, I think, I think like eight, the first half, I think it was, it was like, nine uh nine rushes to like eight yards or something like that it, it was really really bad man so you know and then you look you, you look at Chandler, uh, Chandler Jones man he had he had five sacks and they were going I mean again the Titans offensive line is a really really good offensive line you know um I think his name was it Taylor Luan the the the, the um let's talk about Taylor Luan yeah tackle. yeah yeah man he he even said it you know after the game ended you know he said that you know he, he got his ass kicked you know what I'm saying and and you don't see that too much from him. He's a really, really, really good offensive tackle. So, but remember, he's also coming back from injury too. That's true. He is coming back from injury, you know, and that that played a part as well. 
but still, I just didn't expect that to happen, though. I, I mean, as good as Chandler Jones is, I just didn't, I didn't see him getting five sacks off of him, you know. And then the rest of the defense also played real well, you know. So yeah, shout out, shout out Arizona for that, man. And the offense, offense did what they were supposed to do. Kyler Murray, he completed almost seventy percent of his passes, uh, passes sixty five percent. You know, had four touchdowns, only one interceptions. He, he's putting that. It's funny because this is only week one, but he's getting better and better with not turning over the ball. Yeah. You know, he, he wasn't a turnover machine, but he he would turn over the ball, you know, and he's getting a lot better. I know last year he improved, you know. Um, so this year he's on the right steps. Four touchdowns, one interception. He had, he had, a, he had he got sacked a couple times, and that happens. You know, when you scramble, sometimes he one thing he does have or one thing he does need to work on is is holding on to the sometimes he holds on to the ball a little bit too long. And you know, that happens with quarterbacks that like to run or that can run, you know, because they they're, they're still trying to look downfield. They they pass first, they like to pass first, but they're going to they know they can run, so they kind of like to stretch it away. And sometimes that leads up to sacks. And I think, you know, that that happens with him sometimes. But yeah, man, these these I think everybody played well, man. You look at uh look at uh uh Jordan's Jordan's guy, Rondell Moore, he he had a pretty solid game today. You know, uh, he had he had four catches, sixty eight yards. You know, so the this this team might be legit, man. This team might really, really be you know legit. We're gonna see over the next few weeks. But what did you see from? What did you think? You know, I want to bring up the Titans because you brought some good points. But as far as you know, them dealing with the COVID and 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 all the stuff they dealt with there during the off season. But one thing I want to bring up is them losing Arthur Smith. I think really showed and hindered them with him becoming the head coach uh, of the Atlanta Falcons. Then I was also looking at the Cardinals' defense. They were doing some of the same things that the Ravens did to the Titans as far as stopping Derrick Henry uh, in in the running game. Um, They they stayed really solid to their gap, which was really good. Because just like you you alluded to earlier, Derrick Henry in that first half um, wasn't able to do nothing. Wasn't able to fight nothing either. And, and like I said, remember when we played the Titans, that was without Taylor LeJuan because he was already hurt. So, you know, adding Taylor LeJuan with him coming back, you would think the O-line would be better. But and then with Julio Jones, I think he had six targets today. Only had three uh, three catches. A.J. Brown wasn't much of a factor today. That whole offense was just really stagnant. Uh, wasn't able to do a lot today. But the Cardinals, they, uh, they played really, really well. Uh, Kyler Murray did his thing. Had a great game. Uh, let's, but you know what the crazy thing about the Cardinals is? As great as the game they had, they still might be the worst team in their division. I know. I know. Man. And that's because of how strong the NFC West it's, is. It's so good. It's so good. I know the, the 49ers had a – they almost had a little comeback with them with the uh, with the Lions today. But, you know, I, I kind of expected that, especially with all those injuries and a lot of new players on that team. I, you know, so I'm not too, too shocked by that or surprised or anything. But Russell Wilson looked great today. We just seen how great Matthew Stafford is with the Rams when we just watched this Sunday night football game. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. But, yeah, shout out to the Cardinals. They did their thing, shut, out, shut down the, the the Titans today. And, um, yeah, good, good for Colin Murray and, those, uh, and the Cardinals. I do got a question, though, for you, bringing up Arthur Smith. I do think that in the long run that's going to hurt them. But do you think if he was on the sidelines, it would have made that much of a difference? Because they got dominated on the old line. He loves to run the ball, but they wasn't able to really run the ball. I think the scheme, the type of run schemes that Arthur Smith does, uh, I think, if, what I admit, I do the, I'll say it like this. 
I think they would have still lost today, but I think Derrick Henry would have had at least 75, 80 yards. I'll say something like that. But I think they still would have lost, though. Because the defense still couldn't start the Cardinals, though. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. So our next game we're going to go on to. Which one did we have here? The other one was. We, we cut to the Browns and the, and the Chiefs real fast. That was a pretty good game. Yeah, okay. So I'll let you start off with that one. The yeah, that, that, was, that was a good game. Uh, it's it's crazy because, man, on Twitter, a lot of people say, well, the Browns are going to Browns. <laughs> and, and, what they mean, and what they mean by that, like, yeah, they had the game the whole entire game. And then when it's time for that super clutch time where they need a player or two, they just can never make that player two. And it came back from when they had that touchdown. And literally one play, boom, uh, Mahomes and Tyreek Hill touchdown. Right. Then literally after that touchdown, that's when the Browns got a three and out. Their first three and out of the whole entire game. Like I said, so what does that mean? When they need it the most, what happens? Three and out comes. Then, um, then after that, you know they, the, the uh, Cardinals drive again. I mean, I'm sorry, the Cardinals, the Chiefs drive again, score the touchdown, and then Baker has his time to 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 try to, you know, pretty much what they say, earn that big bag that he's supposed to be getting and. Has that interception? So, I mean, the Chiefs. That, that you, you, you got to know what you're dealing with when you play with the Chiefs. You know what I mean? You can't give them no freebies. Exactly. You. Everybody knows what this offense and Andy Reid is all about. So the right. players, y'all, players and the coaches, y'all got to know that as well too. So right. it's, not, it's not a surprise. It's like it's nothing new. Y'all should already know this. But but yeah. So I was like, hey, okay, Browns are showing something. But you, but you know the thing about the Browns, or not just the Browns, I'll just say the, the, the Browns offense in general. It seems like when that running game, uh, like, for instance, on, on first down, if Chopper Hunt isn't getting at least three, four, or maybe five yards on that first down, it seems like their offense is kind of like, okay, so what do we do now? Yeah, because, I mean, they're they're not just a, a run-first offense, but they're really – I almost want to say – they're only really good at running the ball, but that's not true because Baker Baker is a good uh, a good QB. Yeah, I don't think he's you know there's some there's there's some media people that think he's like you know ranked eighth or tenth or somewhere around there. I, I don't see that. I think the issue with Baker though, and the reason why they look confused when they're not running the ball is because he's inconsistent, and when he's not when he's not on, and it shouldn't be that way because normally when you got a running game behind you, it, it's it's supposed to make it a lot better for the QBs. Period. I don't care. You could be Tom Brady or you could just you could be anybody, you know, any uh, great QB that loves to throw the ball, just somebody that doesn't really throw the ball that much. You know, anytime you have a running game behind you, it may, it's supposed to make life easier at the QB position. And today, like like you said, Baker, I mean, he he's supposed to be getting that big bag. He most likely will end up getting it again. But another this is week one. So we can't overblow some of these losses or, or whatever. They're shocking loss. Some of these are shocking losses, but some of them. You know, uh, they're just like this one's just a lot. We thought that the Chiefs were going to win this game. However, the way the Browns kind of like had the Chiefs in the bag for most of the game, it tides turn. I think most people that had the Chiefs thought, okay, well, wow, the Browns might, they might really do this. And that's funny that you say that. You say, oh, well, you know, on Twitter, because they were saying like, Browns going to be the Browns. It's funny because right. the thing on Facebook, you know, on SSAW, they were saying the same thing. Browns are going to be the Browns. So uh, and that's what we've seen, and it, it and it sucks. It, it sucks because you want to see a team like like I said, I still think they're going to be a good team, but you want to see this team get over the hump, and to get over the hump, if you want to make it to an AFC Championship game or a Super Bowl game, you have to get through the Chiefs. I don't think 
you know, a lot of people got the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl. You're going to have to get through them most likely to get there. And the Browns, they got some work to do. And it's, um, again, going back to Baker Mayfield, he did what he was supposed to. He, outside of that interception, he didn't have no other interceptions. He completed 21 out of 28 of his passes. He almost had a completion rate of 80%, which is really, really good. He only got, he got sacked twice, you know, but he had no touchdowns. Out of these 29 points, he had no TD, so he was okay. The run game is, and I know that's their bread and butter, but man, I mean, as a QB, we're asking you to at least, you know, get us get us over here, you know what I'm saying? So you could, you know, we need a, we need a touchdown here, you know, and if you're, if you're going to be the guy, if you are a franchise QB, you know, and 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 you've been playing well this whole game. Don't don't choke now. You know what I'm saying? We we need you. You know, and and the running backs, we 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 kind of discussed them a little bit. You know, Chubb had eighty. He had eighty three yards. Two that, he had that big fumble too. Yeah, he did. He did have a yeah. He did have a fumble that was costly. You know, and then Kareem Hunt. You know, he uh he 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 played he played solid as well. So they had their they they had their two headed you know monster back there. But they just they couldn't finish it out, you know. And this is this is this could come back and, and hurt them when 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 they get to the playoffs. Um, but you know, it's like oh, it's almost like what can you say? It's the Chiefs, you know. I, I'm not you know I'm not even surprised because they could do this to any team. Any team could be up on them, and they're gonna put up you know a lot of a, a lot of points, you know. And the Browns was ready for that. The Browns was ready for that. But it came down to the offense. It came down to Baker. He wasn't able to get it done. And not only that, 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 that interception was stupid. He shouldn't have even threw the ball. Yeah, he play. he was, was getting – I know he wasn't trying to take a sack, but now you turned over the ball. No, you know, at least you – At least you have another chance to keep playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, bad, <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad and stupid play by him. Yeah, that was really – that was stupid. Um, So, the next game we're going to get into, the last game, is the Saints and the Packers. Probably the biggest shock of the whole day. Yeah. Hands down. Speak. You see, you see the numbers. I don't remember the last time where I seen Aaron Rodgers throw for less than sixty percent of his passes, throw two interceptions. Usually, he throws three or four throughout the whole entire season. Yeah, he threw two today. Um, Aaron Jones was a non-factor. Devontae Adams was a non-factor. I, I'm I'm really starting to think that all that drama that they had in the offseason. Was a factor like it, I know that you know I know this week one, but it's how bad and and how disoriented they was looking today. I, I've never seen this right from from a, from a from a, a Aaron Rodgers led offense like this. Even right. even his first year of just being the starter, I ain't never seen him like this. Right, right. So I'm starting to I'm starting to think that uh, maybe all that. Uh, drama he was dealing with with the Packers, you know, maybe want to be traded, maybe decided to retire. Uh, just all that stuff that was going on in his head, I, I'm really starting to think it was factor. And then just speaking on the other side, shout out to Jameis Winston. Uh, I know I know he would have a lot of bunch of, uh, bunch of passing yards, but he was efficient, and, and, and that's what you want. You want your QB to be efficient with five touchdowns, then turn the ball over. Looked really, really good in, in, in this Sean Payton offense. So. Shout out to him for doing his thing and, and just controlling the game at a real efficient level. Uh, Alvin Kamara, of course, did his thing on the offense. And like that that defense for <clears throat> holding Aaron Rodgers like that, holding that Green Bay Packers offense like that. And it's not like it's something brand new. This is the third year in the, in, in the system 
with all the three key players, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. It's the third year on the season. It's, like, it's not like it's something brand new. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it was shocking. Um, yeah, I, I'm starting to think that all that crap that they was dealing with in the offseason had, had something to do with this game. Yeah, that's a good point, I, and and I agree. And it, it kind of frustrates me because it was such a, a headline. You know, sometimes I got tired of hearing it, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it was something. It seemed like it was something like every other day. Every other day. Every every other day, you know, and it got tiring, and now week one come, and they all look embarrassing, all of them. All of them look embarrassing right now. You know, Green Bay wasn't going to trade them and do anything. They wanted to make sure they had him back. They got him back, and they look bad, even with him there. And then Aaron Rodgers made that whole stink about, you know, him not coming in. He's not practicing, not training, not coming to training camp. He ain't doing this, ain't doing that. Then he, I think it was on Twitter, he posted something like, you know, like like uh, basically uh, simulating or just making it like, you know, him and Devontae Adams, this is going to be their last run type deal and let's yeah, go out, yeah. bulls went out, you know, stuff like that. And then you come out and, and, and lay a stink bomb like this. Yeah, man, I mean, to me, you know, if I'm a Packer fan, I'm definitely, definitely frustrated. You know, and 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 Marshawn Lattimore, he played outstanding game. He had a really, really, really good game. And 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 then shout out to uh, uh, Dennis Allen, man. You know, I, I brought him up a couple times last year. Obviously, if you're a Raider fan, you know that he was our head coach at one point in time. And he, we didn't have much talent on the team, but I didn't think he was that that good of a head coach anyway. I, I, he didn't do too much for me to think he was going to come in and, and change our organization around, especially because we didn't have that much talent. But he's working his way. If this defense continue to play the way it's playing, he might get a second opportunity next year. I think year. so. I think so. I mean, because these his defenses, this because you know Sean Payton's Saints, Hank, they're they, they've never been known for really good defenses. They've been aggressive. You know, they've had you know they they've had some some star players. But I think Dennis Allen's the best defensive coordinator he's ever had there. You know, so if if this defense continues to play the way it's playing. Make make I I just I don't see him at least not getting interviews. He is definitely going to get some interviews, and he might even land a job. And then shout out Jameis Winston, man, somebody that I gave a hard time to. I gave a hard time to every year because I is you. It's funny how you said that you ain't never seen Aaron Rodgers, which nobody has. I haven't either. You know, with these type of statistics, these stats, I've never seen Jameis Winston with these type of stats. I mean, I've seen five touchdowns. But then I'll look on that interceptions. Right. <laughs> um, and he'll have about four of those. You know, he's like another Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, nah, not today, man. He had five touchdowns, no interceptions. And like you said, he was really efficient. He only had 148 yards. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah exactly. You know, he was really, really efficient. You know, and I, and I know I was reading on something that was saying that Sean Payton, you know, had conversations with him. Like, you know, that interceptions, that has to change. Like, that – you can't be, you know, you can't turn the ball over. And he helped them with that. So far, week one, and even go, even in preseason, I remember we spoke about it on the podcast saying that, you know, it's just preseason, but we might want to, we might want to take this a little bit serious here. He looked, he looked pretty good. He won the starting position hands down over Taysom Hill. So, you know, uh, and then he come in week one and he plays this, he plays this good. So this was really, really impressive by him. Really, really efficient. You know, and they're gonna need they're go, they're gonna have to play this well because that that division that that NFC South is shaking up to be pretty even Carolina. You know, we're not gonna get on them today. Uh, speaking of Carolina, Jordan, you know, you lost that bet, bro. So you know, uh, <laughs> I forgot what that was. We gotta go back and listen to the podcast. 
or maybe one of the listeners could bring it up to us or something. But anyway, Carolina looked good. They're in that division. Obviously, we know about Tampa Bay. You know, Atlanta would be the weakest team. So, but the other three are are pretty good. And the Saints, and I'm not expecting, going back to Carolina, just real quick, not trying to get off topic, I'm not expecting them to do too much, but I really like what they've been doing through their drafts. We've all spoke about that over the last two years. Uh, Matt Rule is looking like a pretty good head coach so far. Uh, Joe Brady looks like the real deal as offensive coordinator. So, you know, that that division is is shaking up to be pretty strong, and the Saints are not going anywhere. So shout out to them. That was a big win. Packers, they just got to they gotta bounce back, man. That, that's all I really could – you know, I, I don't expect them to play. They're, this is just a, a really bad game. But the reason why – I think the reason why it's getting is, is, is the look that it's getting, is obviously the score. But it's because it like we going back to the offseason, it just was it was bad. It was a bad offseason. And Rodgers wasn't and that's part of it too. He wasn't with his players. Yeah. Maybe that, that, that you know, I don't know how that locker room is with him being there all of a sudden now. You know, I, I, I don't know. You know, there might be some players that's feeling some type of way. You know, I and 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 this wouldn't be a first. There's been Green Bay Packers that didn't really care or don't really care that's played with Aaron Rodgers, don't really care for Aaron Rodgers. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's there's some type of heat in that locker room yeah, or within yeah. that roster. That wraps up our recap right, of the game right. that we just went over. Now let's get into uh, the big matchup, the matchup that really matters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, let's get into my Raiders, your Ravens in today's game. What do you think is going to happen, man? I'm going to let you go. You know, we 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 lost literally all three of our running backs uh, before week one even started. Uh, got a lot of injuries, but not making no excuses over here. We got a saying over here in Baltimore that says, nobody cares, work harder, and that's literally what it means. Nobody cares that we had these injuries. We still got to go out there and play Monday night. Um, I know uh, you guys' stadium is going to be rocking because, of course, you guys wasn't able to have Fans there last year. And I know so you guys are going to be stacked with fans this year, but uh, I believe we're ready. Uh, I think LJ going to lead this offense out there, uh, lead us to victory. Um, I think we got to do we do, control the clock, uh, ch- try to get, as what I mean by that, we got to try to take the crowd out of it uh, because I know they're going to be loud and, and going wild in there. So try to take the crowd out of it. Uh, Control the uh, control the line of scrimmage. Could get that run game going. Uh, with our new running backs, Latavius Murray, you know, uh, Le'Veon Bell, all these new guys, we literally just just brought in from the streets. So get that going. Maybe we get some play action with Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews going. And uh, I think the defense is still going to do its thing. Mark, of course, the, the loss of Marcus Peters is going to hurt us bad, but uh, Jimmy Smith, Anthony Averett, Tavon Young, uh, I think they'll they'll. It won't be what Marcus Peters is, but I think they're not a, a super big drop-off. But I, I, I think, and of course, we already know what Marlon Humphrey can do. So I got the Ravens taking it. I got the Ravens taking it. I'll go 35 to 21, 14-point uh, win for the for, for, my, for my Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> so why am I not shocked, man? Why of, course, am I not? of course. And I'm not going to be shocked because you're about to take the Raiders. It's all good. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. So as far as, and I should have asked you too, as far as your concerns, if you had any really concerns, but you kind of went over everything. I think your concerns would really be the injuries. 
which I could I could understand that yeah. you guys big hit, you know, uh, with through the running running backs. Obviously, we had an interesting discussion a few days ago about the running back room, and remember I told you my opinion on it. I thought that the running back room actually got better, just because as much as I like J.K. Dobbins and everybody knows, you know, at least most people know that I was a big fan of him coming out of Ohio State. We still don't know what we're going to get with J.K. Dobbins. And because Latavius Murray, who you guys just picked up, had a phenomenal year last year, probably his best year, uh, I think he's driven to, you know, get on the field and play for a running team. And, you know, and he's still – he's not very old, you know. So I think that's a big boost. I actually think he's the best running back on the roster. Even if all the running backs was there – I feel like he would be, he would be the best in that room. He's not he's not a slouch. He's underrated, and he does he has some things that you know he that not that that is I mean because he runs kind of high yeah, you know yeah. he, you know that and he he has that you know what I'm saying he's not perfect you know what I'm saying he's not a top five running back or anything like that he's not even probably not even top ten but uh, I think out of the running back room that you guys have now I think he is the better one. And I think he would have been the best, even if the other ones was healthy. Y'all somehow landed him as well. Le'Veon Bell, I like as well, that pickup. I, I like that one too. I just think it was a bad shake over there in the over there in NY. It always is <laughs> with players that get drafted there or become free or the free agents go there, whatever it is, a head coach. It just was a bad deal over there. And then the Chiefs, it didn't work out over there. Not only did they get into it, Le'Veon Bell and Andy Reid, but you know, Andy Reid and them don't really run. They don't. That offense don't really run the ball like that anyway. So I think this is this could be a really fresh new start that could really help Le'Veon Bell. And because he's so good running out of the out of the shotgun, he's good with those fakes and everything. And that's what Lamar is really really good at. That's what he's gonna do. Yeah. To him. Okay. I, I think that that's that's big time, man. So uh, as far as going into my 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 team. Oh, and then the other law, the other losses, Marcus Peters. We discussed this too. I think that is a huge loss because for whatever reason, Derek Carr, he seems to always turn the ball over to Marcus Peters. He seems to always throw interceptions to, to him, you know, whether it was in KC or when he was over there playing in LA for the Rams. Derek Carr just seemed to always turn the ball over to Marcus Peters. And sometimes those interceptions turn into like pick sixes, you know. So uh, I don't know what it is. So I think that could hurt just because Derek Carr is pretty good with he he's had some really good performances versus the Ravens. And now with y'all best uh corner or the second best corner now going down, I think that could hurt. So I think that's the biggest loss personally for tomorrow's or today's game. Now with us, the thing I'm the most concerned with is, you know, our offensive line. You know, I've, I've been talking about it over the last few months that I was more concerned with right side of the line than you know the left side and now I'm a little worried with the left because as you know as Raider fans know Raven fans know mostly all Raider all Raider fans know probably some Raven fans is Richie Incognito's not gonna be playing and uh he's a he's a stud man you know he's a lot he's a lot older now obviously he's 38 or 39 and he won't be in tomorrow we're gonna have John Simpson in and he played good in spurts towards the end of the season last year. But for most of the season when he came in, he had a lot of things he had to work on. And I heard he came in, he 
he was a uh, 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 he became like a film junkie. Not saying he didn't watch no film or anything like that, but they said he really, really, you know, uh, was trying to perfect his craft and get better and really pick up a lot of the offenses and 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 all or the play calls and stuff like that. You know, when he came into this offseason, and then I heard too he got really, really strong. You know, one of the I think it was our, our offensive coordinator Greg Olson said that he's the strongest player I think in the uh, in, on the offensive line or something like that. Oh, okay. So he got, okay. Yeah, he got really, really strong. I'm confident in the development. I'm not sure if he will be ready tomorrow versus that high blitz team, dominant defensive line team. So that's my biggest concern would be the offensive line. Uh, you know, most people probably say the defense. I am. That's that's the second part. I'm concerned just because, I mean, we got to see it. You know, I've been hearing really, really good things from certain players. Uh, as far as our corner that's going to be starting that we drafted from Illinois, Nate Hobbs, I cannot wait to see him play. He's going to be starting in our nickel position, and we've been needing a nickel corner for I don't know how long. We've been needing probably two corners, you know, but we picked up Casey Hayward, so I feel confident with that. He's coming off a down year, but I feel confident that, you know, he'll have a solid game today. And then Trayvon Mullen, who I actually thought was our best corner last year, he played well for most of the season last year. So I'm expecting him to 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 even to pick it up, you know, and Gus Bradley's been saying some really good things about him. And so, yeah, those, those are my biggest concerns. I'm not really concerned with the safeties. You know, I, I know a lot of, especially Raider fans, they real down on, on Jonathan Abram, you know, and they're down on uh, some of the other players and whatnot. But, you know, what you got to realize is this, well, I'm just going to speak really on Jonathan Abram. This was a player here that literally, played his first season last year he got hurt in the first game two years ago and last year was his first you know his first season and it was a lot it was I mean you know and if you go back if you're a a true Raider fan you know you will know that Paul Gunther's system was an issue for a lot of players I mean a lot of those players were were confused there's a lot of players that spoke on that you know Max Crosby just came out and spoke on it Uh, Will Compton you know uh, he has a podcast him talking about it Max was actually on that one as well uh, you know, uh, Brandon Marshall, the linebacker that didn't even really play with us long, that played for Denver all those years, he he got a little glimpse of what Paul Gunther was. It just dropped recently what he said about it. And he also said that that defense wasn't it, was his words, that that this is not it, <laughs> you know. So because he would switch up plays during uh, the, the game and it won't be nothing that they actually practice throughout the week. So you, you have to – yeah, you can have talent. And, yeah, you know uh, – these players may struggle because, you know, whatever, but you have to have good leaders. You've got to have good coaches, you know, to help develop that talent, you know, and I feel like Gus Bradley is, is one of those guys. And he's also had some really good success versus Lamar. You know, I know the Chargers have more talent on their defense, but we we got a talented team. We got a talented – we have some some talented players on that on that, on that that team and now on that defensive line. I'm really stoked to see how this defensive line is really going to look you know, uh, from Gerald McCoy, he he looked really, really good going against uh, the Niners starting offensive line. You know, they, he went up some. He went up against the some, the backups too, for the most part. But there were some starters in there when uh, he was down when he was when he was uh, when he was in that last game, that preseason, that last uh, that third preseason game. He looked real good. I can't wait to see him. I think Yannick and Max are, are going to be a really good duo. So I'm excited, man. I I, I think that this game. It's going to be close. I got us winning 
obviously. You know, me and my boy, we also got a bet. We got a bet on this one too. So, you know, this is going to be a fun game. I have us winning 31 to it 27 yeah 31 to 27 okay yeah yeah 31 to 27 by four points um I don't think we're gonna score on every drive we got and that's and that's another thing too we I, I can't wait to see how the red zone is gonna look our offense was top 10 last year but the red zone was was terrible as far as putting up touchdowns and that's what we need to improve on so hopefully tomorrow we'll get to see that hopefully we get to hopefully we use Marcus Mariota on some of those red zone play calls, I think that would really help, you know. But I don't think we're going to score on every drive. We'll get some field goals for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited, man. I, I think I think we're going to shock – I think we're going to shock some people. You know, I think we're going to win tomorrow. And like you said, I think the atmosphere is going to – it's going to be crazy. You know, the first game – this was supposed to be last year when we played New, New Orleans. You know, they, this was what it was supposed to be. That also was, I believe, a Monday night game as well. And or Sunday night game, one of one of them, one of them. I think it was Monday night, yeah, Monday night game. And uh, obviously, we didn't have no fans, so here we are, first Monday night game, first week. Uh, this is this all the fans is gonna be there, you know. It's gonna be fun, man. I, I cannot wait. So yeah, I got us winning that one, thirty-one and thirty-one to twenty-seven. I'm excited to see how the linebackers is gonna look. Obviously, adding KJ Wright, uh, that's a that's a big plus. You know, he's coming off of a pretty good uh, – well, obviously a great career, but a pretty good season last year. Uh, Denzel Perryman, who I, I've always liked. You know, when he came out of Miami, I liked him a lot. His big thing was always staying healthy. He's healthy. He's a really solid player. So he's going to be starting tomorrow. And then Corey Littleton, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. I think last year, again, going down to – and I'm not making no – this is what the players were saying. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not making none of this up. You know, you can look it up for yourself, any listener that's listening to this. But I, Corey Littleton also was confused in that defense. So I'm excited to see if Gus Bradley and them got him, you know, can, can, can get him back to his old form. You know, his recent form. He's not even old form. He literally was like the best or one of the best, you know, outside linebackers two years ago. You know, and then he comes and plays under Paul Gunther and all of a sudden he's like, He's one of the worst. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I got to do everything. So, yeah, I can't wait, man. This game is going to be fun, man. I can't wait. So, that will do it for our recaps and previews. We'll see y'all again Thursday morning. What's up, guys? It's Jordan. And there's two things that I have to drink every day. And no, one of them is not craft beer. But that's water and coffee. Every morning, I have to have a cup of coffee. This episode is brought to you by IamWiseCoffeeCompany.com. I tried the Caramel Trust, the Morning Equity, and the one thing that stands out most to me about both of them is the quality. Wake up in the morning, turn on a game, fire up some breakfast, and pour yourself a cup of I Am Wise Coffee. Go to IamWiseCoffeeCo.com, enter in the promo code CoverZero, save yourself 10%. And the quality will be there, guaranteed. That's our show. Be sure to email us with your questions, comments, and statements to coverzeropodcast at gmail.com.
To find all of the links to follow us on social media, and also to find more exclusive content, visit us at tssaw.com. See you next week.